show, big show, big show. We're going to talk about the Colts and the things that the Colts might have to do to win, but they might not be the things that they want to do because Bill Belichick is a really smart guy and he's going to take away the stuff you want to do and leave you with the stuff maybe you do not want to do that you should not do. Confused? Shane Steichen is too. We'll see how confused Sunday morning at 9.30, live from Frankfurt, Germany, on Fox 59 or the NFL Network if you live outside the Indianapolis DMA. That's fancy media talk for this uh, market, this television market. We're going to talk about what's coming up this weekend, and it starts tonight. You've got Purdue playing tonight. You've got Butler playing tonight. You've got high school regionals all across the state, all six classes Some careers are going to end tonight. Some careers are going to be extended at least another week. That's the way one-and-done playoffs work. It's the way playoffs in football work. It is fun. We got big games tomorrow, college football, Indiana at Champaign-Urbana, going up against the Fighting Illini at stake for the Hoosiers. Potential bowl eligibility. Who thought we'd be talking about bowl eligibility when it took four overtimes to beat Akron? But we are. Pacers, they're off until Sunday. They play the 76ers after whooping the ass of the Milwaukee Bucks last night. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 54 points. He was hitting them from everywhere. He was like 19 to 25 from the field. But it wasn't enough because basketball games are lost by the teams that make mistakes. And late Antetokounmpo, despite his greatness, despite that 54, you know, this is where ESPN completely goes off the rails with me. They talk about, oh, yeah, Giannis was awesome, but the Bucks couldn't overcome, blah, blah, blah. No, Antetokounmpo turned it over twice in the last minute. That is what changed that game. Don't turn it over, you win the game. But he turned it over, didn't he? Matherin pokes it away. It was a beautiful thing. All right, uh, and we've got Ivan's picks. Ivan's right over there. I think you can see him from here. The Orb of Wisdom is over there also. We have eschewed the Orb of Wisdom in favor of Ivan. Ivan just wins. And he's got seven picks for games this weekend. And you got to listen and you've got to take notes and you're going to make a profit. That's the way it goes. All right, let's talk about the Colts and the Patriots. Everybody's in Germany right now. We've got the injury report for both teams. Zaire Franklin, Josh Downs, Alec Pierce, they are all questionable for Sunday. Pierce practiced. He was full go. Zaire Franklin practiced full go. Josh Downs did not practice, didn't practice at all. But Josh Downs is really, really important. And if he can go at all, that's a big deal because Bill Belichick understands how important Josh Downs is, and he's going to scheme to stop him. So even if he can just kind of go out there and sort of look like a guy who's going to make a play at some point, that shifts the defensive schematics in the favor of that Colts offense. That's the way football against Bill Belichick works. All right, the Patriots, Trent Brown out for Sunday. That offensive line is a ramshackle unit that should have great difficulty protecting. All right, so the Colts, they got to get busy, and they got to get after the quarterback. You put the quarterback down, or you change his clock, change his rhythm, Make him hurry, and you got a real chance. Mac Jones does not play well under those adverse circumstances, so the Colts need to bring some stuff. Can't just send the force straight up. 
Got to figure it out. Got to game it up a little bit. You're going to see Belichick do the same thing. He's going to game it up. He's going to run stunts. He's going to have blitzes from everywhere. We saw it last year. The Patriots won that game last year, 26-3. We'll talk a little bit more about that game and what the Patriots did in it in order to win. It, it was, uh, I mean, this was almost as unwatchable as the Bears and the Panthers last night. It was. Uh, both teams likely to use the same defensive strategy in that what each team would like to do is force the other to throw it. Mac Jones has a tough time beating you. Gardner Minshew has a tough time beating you. Jonathan Taylor, Ramondi Stevenson, not so much. And then as kind of change of pace guys, you've got Zach Moss and you've got Ezekiel Elliott. So you've got kind of a very, very similar offensive structure uh, the Colts are in much better shape on the exterior with Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce, who I'm guessing is going to play on, on Sunday. And then we'll see if it's Isaiah McKenzie or who at the other wide receiver in the slot. And then uh, tight ends, you kind of give the advantage to the Patriots, but that's okay. The offensive line for the Patriots, like I said, decimated by injury, and uh, they're just not very good. The guys that they do have, the Colts, they should be whole for the first time in a long time. Yet Ryman out with that concussion, and then Braden Smith was out. And so it's been a while since you've had all five starting together and, and playing like this. But that is what's going to happen on Sunday. Braden Smith isn't even like nothing on the injury report. He's not questionable. He's not anything, probable, whatever. You don't see that. You see questionable. You see out. Sometimes doubtful for the Colts, but uh, nothing. Braden, and he practiced uh, through the week. So you got that going for you, which is nice. Uh, J.C. Jackson didn't make the trip. Devontae Parker, he's out. He's got a concussion. Nine players were limited, and all of them listed as questionable, and those included Demario Douglas, who is questionable with an ankle. Healthy, he could cause problems. If he's not healthy, if he can't go on Sunday... That really limits the Patriots' offense beyond what it's already limited by, which is just mediocrity in Mac Jones. Um, the battle of mistakes, that's what this is likely to be, a battle of mistakes. Which quarterback is going to turn it over less? That quarterback is likely to have a happy flight home. It's going to be a low-scoring game, you would surmise. So, special teams, big deal. You can't miss a kick, Matt Gay. And, and that means you're going to have to kind of get used to the turf as quickly as you can. And you can't allow a punt return for a touch, and you can't bobble a punt and turn it over like Isaiah McKenzie did last week in Carolina. You just can't do that stuff. This game is going to be one in the margins. And, and because of that, you got to take care of the margins. Bad penalties, can't have them. Ill-timed, I should, all penalties are bad, but ill-timed like third and eight. Pass interference. Uh, third and eight, defensive holding. Can't do it. Third and eight, roughing the passer. Third and 12, roughing the passer. You need, I hate to say this, but you need more EJ Speed and less uh, Shaq Leonard. I love Shaq Leonard. He's a really nice guy. I wish, like hell, if I could wave a magic wand and he'd be the Shaquille Leonard that he was back in 2018 through 2021, bam, I'd do it in a second. I'd take a month off my life. Yeah, would I? No, I wouldn't do that. But what? I'd, I'd go into my pocket, 
I'd pay significant. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that either. But I would like for Shaquille Leonard to be able to play at the level he did when he was young in this league. Now he's 28 years old. He's not so young in the league. And he's had back surgery and he's got nerve things. And and it's just not pretty to watch him play. And it's not productive to watch him play. And I feel bad for him. As bad for him as I feel good for EJ Speed. Saguna Luby, pretty good too. Zaire Franklin's going to go on Sunday. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They list him as questionable, but I ain't buying it. Uh, like I said, Dens playing or, or not is really a big deal. It's a big deal because of what Belichick has to do with his defense to account for him. Uh, last year, the Patriots, they blitzed, they stunted, they played all kinds of games. They made it uncomfortable for Sam Ellinger. And we'll talk about how uncomfortable Sam Ellinger was last year in this game. And the answer is he was really uncomfortable. Uh, Gardner Minshew, should he take a few deep shots? Because here's what's going to happen. Patriots are going to do everything they can, like I said, to take away that run. So you take away the run, and what's left, you got to throw it. So they're going to bring heat. They're going to gap guys. And then they're going to go tight man on the outside. So you're going to have a chance. You're going to have some opportunities deep. You're going to have guys running free deep. But can you keep... Gardner Minshew clean enough to be able to take advantage of that? And can Gardner Minshew throw the ball accurately enough to take advantage of that? Those are the prescient questions for Sunday. Uh, Total yards last year. How about this? This is for an ugly game. Patriots, they came out on top 203 to 121. Who was the leading rusher for the Colts? Sam Ellinger was the leading rusher. The leading running back was Deion Jackson. He was the bell cow. 11 carries, 23 yards. Ellinger was 15 of 29 for 103 yards. That's less than four. That's far less than four yards per attempt. And he was sacked nine times. Nine times? Nine times. How's this game going to end? By the way, the Colts lost that game 26-3. Regional finals tonight in high school football going to be awesome. Uh, Cathedral and Ben Davis at the University of Indianapolis. Bloomington South versus Evansville North at South High School. Chittard at Delta. HSC at Westfield. Uh, goodness sake, Warren Central at Center Grove. Great high school football all over the state. Go see some of it. Uh, Purdue at Moorhead State, or versus Moorhead State <laughs> at Mackey Arena. Purdue and going to Moorhead State. Uh, that game at 7 o'clock, Butler versus SEMO from Hinkle, historic Hinkle Fieldhouse, 8.30 on Fox Sports 2. IU, Illinois, noon Saturday, tomorrow on the Big Ten Network. IU versus Army, that game, 7 o'clock from Simon Scott Assembly Hall Sunday, on BTN, Pacers off till Sunday. They play at 6 o'clock at Philly. IU's women's team, they play Sunday at 5 on ESPN at Stanford. It's exhausting. And IU soccer is playing for a Big Ten championship against Penn State. That's going to be awesome. Let's go visit Ivan and see what he thinks about some picks. Can he make some money? You know what? He didn't have a great week last week, but we're not... We're not going to say that too loud because Ivan, Ivan's very sensitive and Ivan will, uh, you know what? 
he'll start to question himself. And we want a confident Ivan talking to us about the picks. Ivan, hey, are you feeling a little better? Yeah, feeling fine. Why would I feel bad? Well, last week you kind of sucked with your picks. What do you think of that? <laughs> Sterling! Oh, I've been, sap has been rolling out of my eyes all week. I can't believe how terrible I was. I promise, I promise I'll make it up to you this week. I promise this will be a good weekend. <laughs> I promise. Ivan, it better be. Because look, you know what? There, there are a lot of trees in the forest, you know what I mean? <laughs> Stop, please. You know we got a fire pit back there. <laughs> what do you think about fire pits, Ivan? Oh, I don't like fire pits. Keep the fire pit away from me. Let's get right to the picks. I'll redeem myself beginning with Indiana and Illinois tomorrow. I got the money line. Indiana going to win this game. Plus 10 money line. Book it, baby. The Spartans of Michigan State and Ohio State. I got the Buckeyes, and I am pleased to give 31 and a half points. Ohio State is that much better than Michigan State. How about the USC Trojans traveling up to Oregon to play the Ducks? Up there in Eugene, I got the Ducks. I'm giving the 15 and a half. The Oregon Ducks are 8 and 1 against the spread this week. That's going to become 9 and 1. And then we've got the Colts and the Patriots. Colts, a two-point favorite. If this was three points, I pass to Gina. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Matt Gay, a fantastic kicker. It's going to be close. Gay wins it. JT's the wild card. He could cover all by himself. 42 and a half. I'm taking the under. Pats, two and seven against the spread, just parenthetically. Great use of the word parenthetically. That is impressive. Ivan, I, I'm feeling much better about you as a, uh, a conveyor of, of uh, investment strategies via sports wagering. What's your last pick? Texans and the Bengals. No Higgins. Chase might play, but he might not. I'm taking the Texans, the money line, plus 230. I'm taking the over. 46 and a half, the weather's going to be perfect for offensive football. I think C.J. Stroud's going to light him up. I'm taking the Texans. I'm taking the over. Ivan has spoken. There's Ivan. Ivan, I told you he's sensitive. I told you he'd get emotional, and that's exactly what he did. I hope you're not emotional tomorrow. I am all over IU tomorrow. I think IU found something against Penn State, and, and then they backed it up last week against Wisconsin. I think they got a shot against Illinois. Uh, I, I like Aaron Casey and that defense. Aaron Casey's just a badass, and I don't know what Illinois is going to do to try to block him. So I'm taking the Hoosiers, too. Thank you, Ivan. There you go. I hope he has a good week. You know, it's getting cold, so that sap tends to get hard. As he excretes the uh, sap from the eyeballs, uh, you know, it, it tends to harden and freeze against his cheeks. Getting down to 32 tonight. Ivan, I hope, has some kind of some kind of thawing mechanism. Yeah, I hate to get out there with a hanky and uh, and kind of scrape off the sack sap. <laughs>